1: Well, hello, and welcome to the first season. As uh, this? The first episode of the season of the Shutdown Fullcast. Uh, I am Spencer Hall, editor of Every Day Should Be Saturday, editorial director for SB Nation. Uh, joining me uh,
2: from Atlanta, Georgia... Do you want me to introduce myself, or are you going to introduce me <laughs> for me? We didn't talk about this.
1: Yeah, you see... Planning is really averse to everything we believe in here, but if there's a long pause and I say uh. someone else in Atlanta, I'm probably not introducing myself. I just well, thought you forgot his name.
2: Well, I just didn't, I just didn't know if, you're, if you were sort of building up the suspense and then you were going to say That's my That's Jason
1: name, Kirk. Jason my, name Kirk. Is, my name is
2: Jason Kirk, if, if anyone cares at this point. Uh,
1: the college football editor at SB Nation. And joining us from New York... In the separate intro, which is the third person on the podcast, uh, formerly known as Celebrity Hot Tub Only, now doxed in real life and shamed with the opportunity of a media job, uh, Ryan Nanny?
0: Yeah, that's that's correct. That is the name I've didn't, chosen.
2: You said his name. Yes, we can do that now. Okay. No, I meant you, you didn't say mine, but you did say his.
1: That's Jason Kirk, the editor <laughs> <laughs> for Nation College Football. Kennesaw State alum and
2: fan, go Owls! And you're Spencer Hall. Did we already say that? We did. And there's Ryan Nanny. I'm I'm Ryan. <laughs> Up in New York, we have Ryan Nanny.
0: <laughs> and that's that's Jason Kirk.
2: Oh, this is shut down
1: full cast. We've already gotten to a fantastic start. On
0: I feel bad for whoever has to transcribe this
1: on tonight's shut down full cast. Yes, yeah, for the Library of Congress <laughs> when we send it to them.
2: I think we just have Jimbo Fisher do it.
1: I got it, guys. Hold on. I got it. it's just going to take me about two minutes. I got to just send it right through. I got a girl. I I got a girl who does this. Um, we have something to discuss, by the way, which is that tonight, right before we went on, Charlie Strong, who's already kicked off a full nine percent of his roster at the University of Texas, uh, decided to just up that to ten, and booted off two linemen, thus leaving the Longhorns with um, guess how much? Uh, guess how many? Career starts on the offensive line.
2: How many? Five. five. The number is lower than five. The number is indeed lower than five. <laughs> you're, you're thinking a little too high, Ryan.
0: <laughs> uh, two. Well,
2: uh, well, well, hey, hey, hey why are you hating on the Longhorns, man?
1: <laughs> too low. Uh, I will go ahead and just tell you that that number four, uh, man. Four. They have four starts. With this, with this move, Charlie Strong has now created the least experienced offensive line in all of college football.
0: What, whatever, man! That helicopter had too much weight. <laughs> he's just, he's just getting the dead weight off of it. <laughs> we ain't gonna make it to the base. <laughs> just throwing kids. I think supplies. it's, I think it's an
2: academic move. If you think about uh, professor to student ratio, he's just trying to. Uh, to improve that, you know, yeah. if you only have 10 players, they can all get a great education. Is, look out,
0: U.S. News and World Report.
2: Is
1: Texas football like a daycare?
2: What's your, what's your teacher-to-student
1: ratio? Here's, here's
0: the question I have for both of you, because you both have children. And if one of your children acts out, what is your, what is like level one of what you're going to do with that kid?
1: Uh, level one is I back off and look at my phone. And see if my wife takes care of first.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And then start reading
2: Twitter. Yeah. Go outside. <laughs> Hold on, honey. I'm I'm working on something. This is
0: what?
1: this is
2: my work. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, Spencer's the one to answer this because I mean, I could I could weigh in, but his advice is going to be much more sure. fruitful because he has sure. two boys and uh, all boys are animals.
0: Right. But, but I, but I assume there are like layers of response that you have.
2: Are, yeah, like, like, a, like we're police, <laughs> right?
0: Right. Yeah, there, there
2: are rules of engagement, and there's a process. Right. You know, right. first is first is you give them, you hit them with a serious face. You know, then you try counting. Then you go for timeout. Then you go for well, you're not going to have any fun ever. You try to take away something fun. That, I mean, with with that right there, that about covers it with and, uh, with a girl. But as for boys, I assume you have to start throwing things and well
1: i I think i think this is where charlie's at if we can just i think charlie is at the point in parenting when um he's decided that there's something hot on the stove right now texas football is just one huge kitchen with a thousand pots on the stove right with hot things and handles leaning over and if you're dealing with kids and you think you have a really crucial important situation there's certain times when that, that, like, oh, honey, or this is your first warning, that doesn't work at all, all right?
0: This it, is not a metaphor, by the way. Texas actually, in no. Mac Brown's last contract, he had a 10,000 burner stove. It made didn't.
1: no It made no sense, but at that point, Texas was just spending the money. 10,000 burner stove, bunch of things boiling over, and it's not a matter of being alert. It's that kid can't pull that off the stove. You can't let them, right? So if you have to yank them physically away from it while screaming and making as much of a ruckus as possible in the kind that will just scare the daylights out of them, possibly scarring them, that's preferable to actual scarring. So I really think that's maybe where parenting and Charlie Strong intersect. It's like when a kid runs out into the street. I think right now he sees this year as being so crucial that if he sees anyone doing anything, it's a kid running out in the street. You yank them, you scare them, you pull them out, and you, you, you put them in timeout. Of course the difference here being uh this yeah. isn't actually in loco parentis <laughs> and two uh Charlie Strong uh isn't their dad and he's
0: actually
2: just robbing
1: them of scholarship.
2: Yeah, and timeout means um you're going to go live somewhere else now.
0: <laughs> yeah, <you're>, right. <laughs>
2: we're right. giving you away.
0: That's that's I hope I hope he just has this binary system where it's like, "Oh, you behaved, so you're on the good side. Oh, you did something wrong, you're banished forever." I hope there is no like levels. <laughs> yeah, the, it's this. just it's just in or out. That's Yeah, it.
2: it's 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 the opposite of the song.
0: Like like a seventeenth century no orphan like a seventeenth century orphanage, basically.
1: Yeah. This also makes me wonder like the last three years at Texas must have been really cool.
0: Oh, so cool.
1: Like as a player, like what couldn't you get away with?
0: But but it also has the after it's sort of like when you have in high school the 27 year old substitute teacher who ends up teaching the whole semester. And you're like, Oh my God, he's so cool. He like hung out with us and he was, he was the coach of the rowing team. And then like five years after high school, you're like, man, he hung out with us a lot. That was that was weird.
2: Yeah. And you're like, why didn't I get drafted? (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't didn't a single one of my teammates get drafted? (laughs) I think they just
1: walked in and they're like, Hey, uh, Go to lift today, boys. Nah, I'm not feeling it coach. Alright,
2: yeah. that's cool. Bye. Just gonna hit the elliptical. <laughs> they're, 10. they're basically you, right? Like, ah, I'm
1: gonna go to the gym. What you gonna you, do?
0: Why don't you go make a flapjack? We got the burners for it.
2: <laughs> we have ten thousand of them. knows we got the burners. <laughs> now, I just wanna like there, there's so many so many systems that Charlie set up at Texas where you gotta earn the you gotta earn the right to do the hook 'em. You gotta earn the helmet logo and all this. Like what else is there that he could possibly take away that these guys are going to, that that he can add so that guys sort of pick up on what he's doing here? What else can he take away?
0: He can tape Pringles cans around your your hands. So you well, can't that's, see, that, that's,
2: see, that's adding something, though. He's yeah.
0: adding Pringles cans.
1: <laughs> Technically making the world's lamest X-Man out of them.
2: <laughs> I don't know. In Mega Man 2, Pringles Man is <laughs> <laughs> devastating. It's devastating.
1: He's right up there with Florida Man and Racist Man and a Racist Florida Man. Uh, you you definitely want to be,
0: you definitely want to beat Cherry Coke Man before you beat uh, Pringles Man, though.
1: Uh, looking ahead, uh, at Texas Texas's schedule, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: it's going to get rough. Oh, it's going to get rough fast because if you're talking about being porous along the offensive line, that points to uh, a matchup of some importance October fourth.
2: Uh, against Baylor who uh Baylor has a defensive line now who knew yeah and and you know surrounding that Oklahoma they've got linebackers uh BYU always has a couple 35 year old pass rushers and UCLA they got Miles Jack so this is all going to be really fun
1: yeah enjoy that uh they might win before booting off their last two offensive linemen you're sort of thinking I don't know were you thinking like a six win year seven win year for Texas
2: I was thinking like eight or so, but now it's good heavens. Well, they they got one. Is that enough? Just, um,
0: just stop like like a sad blackjack yeah, player. Yeah, just
2: just play. Uh, just uh, have a bunch of lightning and stuff. I stay on four. <laughs> yeah, hold on four. Hold on four,
0: <laughs> sir. You haven't even received your second card. Oklahoma's
2: <laughs> playing a bus card. Hold, <laughs> holding on four. Just gonna ride
1: this four out. Uh, yeah, they've, um, BYU, UCLA, Baylor, Oklahoma, Kansas State, uh, and, and let's say Oklahoma State, those are all likely losses, like looking ahead. Those could be, that's a heinous rip. This is after, by the way, we haven't even covered this. They lost David Ash! And oh, yeah.
2: their starting center. Yeah. Which is part of the offensive line <laughs> thing, but that's a big deal too.
1: Yeah, the, your, the dude who runs your offense and the other guy who runs your offense. Both gone, the entire core of your offense in uh, the span of a week. Correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it it kind of makes it kind of makes it easier, doesn't it? Like if you don't have an offensive line, why do you need a quarterback? And if you don't have a quarterback, why do you need an offensive line?
2: Well, Will Muschamp has broken you. <laughs> That's yeah. It's kind of like if you if you don't have a job, then you don't have to pay for a car and if you don't have to pay for a car you don't really need a job <laughs> right.
1: you're, you're, you're basically taking like the John boys approach to life
2: <laughs> I don't need to own a car
1: what, do we well, need I kind of
2: think, think John should be the coach of at least one big 12 school at yeah. some point oh I, Iowa State yeah I mean what's it going to hurt
1: I mean, what are they going to do lose to North
2: Dakota State Duh.
1: <laughs> done and done I, so, so for this week's breaking Iowa, Iowa State, I <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna break, run eleven punters. We're gonna break the sack record for our own QB. <laughs> Kansas is gonna break the sack record. <laughs> we're gonna make them do it. Just different dares. We could just crowdsource whatever dare Iowa State was going to do that week. You know, we can go beyond. Oh, don't punt. You be like, no, eleven punters on the field.
0: Oh, you're gonna wear you're gonna wear shoes on your hands and nothing on your feet.
1: We're, taking, we're making you play in moon boots on the field. <laughs> uh, let's move to uh, things from last week, uh, because we are coming out of week one. And one wants to be cautious coming out of week
2: one.
0: Hell no.
1: <laughs> no, no, let's,
2: no, let's make sure what you're even talking about there. Uh,
1: all right, screw it. Let's make general, like blanket general generalizations, just things looking forward that you go, oh, this is totally what that team's going to be. They won't improve. This won't change. Uh, They're screwed because of this.
0: Is it okay that mine is positive? Mm.
1: I mean, this is the internet, so no, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) Um, All right, so I, I picked Cal because I think Cal beating a Northwestern team that may actually be made out of expired graham crackers was comforting because they showed some semblance of a defense and they didn't have that at all last year no like like
1: like let's
0: reemphasize not at all like literally they just they just didn't have it it's as if they took 11 strangers who had never seen football and said hey just stand here something really cool and fast is going to happen around (laughs) you
2: past you behind
1: you Uh, often over you
0: Right, they were like they were the bystanders in the train station, and the opposing offense was the flash mob. Yeah, and they're just oh, like, "Whoa, yeah. whoa! Did they plan this ahead of time? This is crazy." Is this two thousand seven? What? <laughs> whoa! Uh, but yeah, I think Cal will like be kind of a feisty team, and ha- will play enough defense to hang around in games and puts a scare into I don't know somebody. But they won't be this you know bottom of the barrel, we only throw seventy passes a game because our defense gets scored on immediately. garbage heap
2: now if they're not the bottom of the barrel, say the pack twelve bottle uh, barrel, who is Oh I'm afraid I have
1: an answer to that oh god uh it 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 may be Washington <laughs> It may be a bad long year at Washington. Worse than Cal? <laughs> mm, you know, I went into that sentence real confident, and, and now I tried to say it, and it won't come out of my mouth. So no, I don't know.
0: Hold on to it. Hold on to it tight.
1: Whew. Um. It, you know, it, it may still be Colorado. I know Colorado will improve, but they they still might be the bottom because they got paved by Colorado State.
2: They did. They, runt, they did. L- but, runt, runt over. Hey, man. I mean, we've all seen that Twitter picture sure the ram running over the buffalo it's it's that's just art and life that thing you know art and life and all whatever the quote is
0: colorado state's just bam farm league team anyway
2: yeah d Hart, what's up now i'm sticking with cal as the worst team in the back 12 personally i mean yeah they beat northwestern and all but northwestern can't even put their clothes on right y'all see that news you, oh yeah you know you know there's
0: a Pac-12 team that lost to Rutgers, right?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah them. Uh,
0: Gary, we can still Gary, say them. Gary Nova looked awesome against a Pac-12 team. I'm just okay. going to well, throw there, that There's out. another
2: option. There's another option then.
1: All right. Now, I'm, I'm actually going to defend Wazoo on this. And this is not a super defense for Wazoo. But if you look at them, offensively, they're going to be very good. They're going to be crazy good. And Connor Halliday is going to throw no more than – three or four picks a game, which is improvement, really, because he's probably going to throw five or six TDs per game as well. Like, Connor Halliday is now air-raid, mind-melded. They're just going to be ridiculously productive offensively across the board throughout the year, which I think that's what makes them a scotch better than Cal, because I think Cal will have hiccups.
2: I mean, Cal is going to have not just hiccups. They're just going to be vomiting. (laughs) Like, the, sure, the defense looked fine and all, and they put up points with their little throw-the-ball-85-times-a-game thing. Their little, I'm making a little hand gesture when I say that. Um, but that's I mean, good. That, that's good for
0: this medium. So.
2: Just picture it. I mean, the schedule's going to get brutal. The depth that, uh, that looks better than last year, sure, but lost so much talent, lost like an LSU load of players to the draft, even though they didn't have LSU-quality players to begin with. Um, listen, man. We're talking about Cal. Why is this happening?
0: Uh, okay, all right, that's fine. I mean, all I know is Ralph Friedgen went from spending two years talking shit about Maryland at brunch, and then went out and got a W.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, talking over a long brunch, an extended hearty brunch.
0: <laughs> two Hey, I'll tell you brunch.
2: this: it was a damn good brunch. All
1: right, listen, what if you're going to pick like coaches to have a brunch with? Uh, Friedgen's up there.
2: I'm following the fridge. <laughs>
1: you're you're cowering in his shadow following along um I, I would say this another trend that i saw is this that uh that i think UCLA's offensive line they're going to have problems they did not
2: uh they did not do much against UVA not at all they were they were literally did not, did not, did do not accomplish many tasks just in terms of <laughs> transforming matter into energy and all that. They didn't do very much uh, no, work.
1: No, no, no. Cal, like they look like you on a Wednesday at the office, you know? Not you generally, or not you specifically. No, they, you I
2: generally. mean, I, I sit. On Wednesdays at the office, I sit. And uh, that's about the same level of activity. Yeah,
1: like they looked like a desperately hungover office employee, just praying for death and to make it through the day. They looked bad, and I don't think that was just the West Coast to East Coast uh, transit either. Virginia, who you'll hear people this week go, well, you know what, Virginia's probably pretty good. No, they're not.
2: They're- well, they, are, they do have a talented little defense. They uh they, they ranked pretty well in Bill C's numbers last year, and they have a five-star or two in that mix. But, <laughs> no. I mean, there are excuses you can make for UCLA, but not that many. Not that
1: many, and certainly not, I think, indicative of uh, a lofty preseason rating for them. I think that's going to be an issue, particularly Brett Hundley going into his sophomore year playing behind a slightly dodgy offensive line. Um, it, it won't be. It won't be fair to his talents. Let's say.
0: So he's going to get hurt, is what you're saying? No, I, I, I you worry. didn't just say it.
1: No, I don't think he's going to get hurt. Okay, but uh, it is football. He'll get hit, and that'll suck. And uh, they'll have to work the quick game more and more. Then a defense sort of clamps down on that. And then they get into some bad situations against teams like, oh, I don't know, Stanford,
2: Oregon. Do they play Oregon? Um us a look here. It is mm-hmm. the pa- it is the pa- yeah pa- they do yeah they do they yeah. play Oregon they play USC.
1: Yeah, there's some teams that are going to be able to put pressure. Both the in. Arizonas. Yeah, if the offensive line doesn't improve, that's going to be a very serious issue for UCLA at one point. Uh, any other sort of lasting trends that you see coming out of uh, the opening weekend before we move on to further silliness?
2: Uh, you mentioned it earlier, Baylor's defense. I'm really excited about that. The three-four looked awesome. They have uh, the, the the big athletes up front looked as even better than we thought they'd look when they were being talked about as maybe the Big 12's best defensive line. I mean, I know I know June Jones is getting up there in years and all, but holding anybody to 67 yards is, I still can't wrap my mind
0: around it. I think he doesn't have any more molting left in him. Like, he's down to his last layer of skin. June Jones, that is.
2: We're about to see, like, <laughs> like, like pure final boss reveal June Jones.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, you, you got to hit him in the flashing part of his sternum
2: well so that happened, so ne- tune in next week he'll <laughs> be, be like one inch taller <laughs> if we score if
1: we score less than 50 yards I turn into that last stage fly <laughs> Jeff
2: Goldblum my jaw just falls off and the antenna come out I think he just turns into a mustache yeah, a mustache and a lay <laughs> a lay man just send him home just go home June I mean I,
1: I I wrote this but really the entire SMU job move strictly for tax purposes it's like Him and Dennis Erickson just taking their money and trying to like pivot it into the most tax friendly state. Paul, oh, a head coaching job in a state with no income tax. Hey, look at that. Sure, I'll coach.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's probably pretty rich.
1: He's probably doing better than we'll ever do. Which, oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Anytime you talk shit about a coach, just remember that. Just (laughs) true.
2: Remember that. Whoa, Remember? Whoa, whoa!
0: He's doing better than internet writers. Whoa! <laughs> whoa!
2: <laughs> Have you seen how much we disrupt on a daily basis?
1: <laughs> I saw how much Baylor disrupted SMU. That's a dang startup right there.
2: Man, they even they're even better at us than that. I know,
1: Lord. Uh, think about this. Charlie Weiss is pretty much going to easily outpace our combined net worth. Probably, like that's that's how much. Like, tomorrow. Tomorrow. you
0: you would not trade all of Charlie Weiss's money to be Charlie Weiss for a week, would you? Dude, I'd like to be Charlie Weiss for like 15 minutes. Yeah, that's very different than a week. And
2: then what you would do is, like, buy something and ship it to yourself. Smart.
0: (laughs) Be like, yeah, hello, Amazon.
2: My name's Charlie Weiss. (laughs) (laughs) I would like
1: to do that and, and just call into a talk radio show. Everything I've ever loved is a lie. Just start Charlie Weissing it out, saying everything that came into my head for 15 minutes, and then Quantum Leap back into myself, yep. and immediately go to the internet to watch people talking about what I had
2: just done.
0: Charlie Weiss said he really wanted to be the Portland Trailblazers coach. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. No, he might. I mean, <laughs> look at how he just keeps ending up places. You never know.
1: Like what, What's the worst thing you could say right before Quantum Leaping out of somebody's body on like a national television channel and or
2: station? Well, one thing you could definitely say is I am not someone inhabiting this body right now. This is exactly the person you think it is, and then they'll they won't suspect anything. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: I think the worst thing you could say would be uh Hurricane Hurricane Katrina was a lie.
2: <laughs> that's pretty bad.
1: Bill Snyder did 9/11. And just
2: hang up the phone. Wait, are you talking about like 9/11 AD? Yeah. <laughs> what happened then? He built Hagia Sophia, the pinnacle of of Byzantine
1: architecture. Did it all with Jucos. Did it all with with Jucos and parts left over from something in Hadrian's Wall. It was amazing. Dried up Taco Bell. Dried up Taco Bell. And he time it there with his mind. Bill
2: Snyder did 9-11. Hang up the phone and just wait for the universe to explode. And then Charlie comes to... Oh! Well, of course, in the state of Kansas, I mean, I I think... I think that's a situation where Charlie Weiss just says Bill Snyder's name and it's it's, it's just, get my name out your mouth, you know. (laughs) No, 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 no. You're not even worthy to speak the name. I just want to know the eight
1: Kansas football fans who would defend him. I mean, the man's got a right to his opinions. We don't know what happened. (laughs) We don't know. We just don't know. You think you know. You think you're so smart. Um, The last thing I'll take out of this is I I think USC is probably going to be consistently productive on offense all all year. Like, I, I don't think that's... I don't think that's a gimmick. I don't think that's a blip. I think that'll go down a little bit against Stanford because Stanford's just so sluggish and slow. But uh, I, I think the whole Cody Kessler rejuvenation project is
2: probably already complete. Whatever. Even though,
0: even though he had staff?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah, the man had toe surgery days before facing Stanford, and he's like a, a converted dual-threat quarterback. And I'm like, oh, well, they, they're not, they don't seem worried. I guess I won't be either. Because <laughs> the
1: I mean, long-term plan is to give Stanford staff. Remember staff hasn't been around since Walt Harris's infected couch back in like 2005 I want to say. Remember they actually had to throw a couch out of the Stanford locker room because it was infected with some sort of awful staff infection. Now I just wonder why doesn't the Pac-12 bathe? Dude, it's organic. I mean, okay.
0: Yeah, you got the you got the Pacific Ocean right there. Why you got to bathe?
1: Cuz cuz it's full of staff. What's the most what's the most powerful animal in the western United States? It'd be the bear. How often uh-huh. you see how often you see a bear bathe?
2: Might Bears go t- go in rivers to get fish and stuff. Man, they that it bathing, that's working. So, shopping is all that is.
0: So, I think what you're saying is that they should stock the showers with fish.
1: Uh, what I'm saying is you put if That's what it takes. Uh, I'm saying you put you put a bear on every football team. Right. When he goes into the water, everyone follows him, that's your a- optimal bathing schedule.
0: As FDR promised, a bear on every football team.
1: A bear on every football team. A clean bear. A staff a <laughs> staph infection in every couch.
0: I don't know why you gotta use charge terms like a clean bear. <laughs>
2: Have you ever smelled a bear?
0: <laughs> Spencer, can we please move on? I'm gonna say something wrong. I just know it.
1: Um, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, let's go on to re- – we have uh, reader questions. We submitted these earlier this evening, and we're going to discuss these as a method toward uh, actual discussion of football, which I think we've gotten three or four minutes in. That's pretty good for us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, Ryan, you have questions you've taken.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, Spencer, I think I know the answer to this one already. But this is a question from uh, Stephen Wadsworth. He says, which of your team's games that you attended – and I will expand this to any game that you attended, whether it was "quote unquote" your team or not. Uh, would you rather have been canceled by weather than actually played?
1: Mm. See, Jason, this will be kind of tricky for you because uh, you know, Kennesaw. Kind
2: of yeah, all our games have been uh, canceled. <laughs> so uh, I, I do have an answer though Last year's Alabama-Virginia Tech game Is the first one that comes to mind hmm. That was about, about seven hours in Everyone there was just sort of Can we leave? Done. Utterly done No one wanted to watch that vague Efforting at football anymore
1: I mean like even, even, even
2: Barrett Sally had had enough and, and that guy really likes SEC football Yeah he, he loves it more than we
1: do And we like it a lot and he was done So I will say this uh, that's a good nominee. Mine is also a Georgia Dome game. You would think 62-24 in 1997, uh, right? People forget it's the 96 season, but it goes or Sorry, 95 was January 1996. 62-24 in Nebraska, right? In the Fiesta Bowl? Nope. Yeah. Nope. That was actually, like, I would not take away watching that Nebraska team because um, it was like watching a tornado you you really are kind of glad you saw it, and you're glad you didn't get hurt. Um, I would take away the 2009 SEC championship game, the least bearable Florida Gator game I ever watched in person.
0: See, I would go with that. What was it? The 2000? I think it was the 2011 Tax Slayer Bowl. Cool. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean Luke Luke Fickle has a bowl on his resume, so
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's zero one against the University of Florida. Will he's, Muschamp. He's that's why that they didn't him. hire him. You know, you should consider me for the head coaching job. You lost a Will Muschamp in a bowl game. Next, <laughs> that's it. That's how it yeah. ends. Uh, yeah. Jason, uh, your reader mail.
2: Uh, first up, we have by our friend Murder Kroger is what will be this year's Michigan State Rich Homie Quan equivalent. Of course, last year, Michigan State and Rich Homie Quan, the rapper from Atlanta, adopted each other, um, and we ended up with the sight of um, a, a skinny, tattooed rapper hugging Mark D'Antonio at, at the Rose Bowl. Um, the first one that comes to mind for me is, I really want E40 to adopt uh, Virginia Tech, just because, <laughs> A, you have a... a you're taking sort of a cultural exchange someone from a rapper dense environment in the bay area and shipping them east to where they have fewer rappers sure they have the clips and all but you know it's it's just a, a lower rapper per capita well they're not over they're, there. they're not in charlottesville let's, let's do proper well they have that going for them um and also you have just sort of i just want to hear how he would describe virginia tech's offense like he would make up some ridiculous slang term for it like, he, you know, it's rampant or whatever. And we just have to figure out whether that's good or bad. We'd never really know. All right. I like that. Um, I will go ahead
1: and uh, take my question, which would be this from Jesse Spector, uh, writer for the Sporting News. He asks, as a New Yorker and non-FBS grad, boo! New York! Wow. I've never had a real favorite team. Because you don't know love. You live in New York. Just a rat in a box. That's cars. awful. It is.
0: <laughs> that, that is offensive to rats. Rats can feel love.
1: <laughs> rats don't have to pay rent. <laughs> uh, I've never had a real favorite team. Is it too late to pick one? Well, you were, you were born in New York, so the answer is yes from birth. But I will go ahead and, and I'll let you guys give what I think the, answer, the obvious answer is to this. Uh, New York is
2: officially claimed territory now. Yeah, you're, you're stuck with Rutgers, Jesse, so have fun with that.
0: I, no, I can't do this. Well, you, I, yep, I remember, hey,
2: rules are
1: rules, friends. No, it's Big Ten I'm country just, now, son.
0: I remember You the were last, there. You saw it happen. I remember the last time that somebody asked us for a team that they should support because they wanted one, and that was Dan Devine, and we stuck him with West Virginia right before they became <clears throat> just terrible. Just yeah. awful to watch. It's
2: Solvers. the curse of ask people for a favorite football <coughs> team.
0: Yeah.
2: So, so does that mean we're saying Florida State? Yes.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes. There's your team, Jesse Spector. Florida State. Of uh, Flawless moral character.
2: Super devoid, fun
1: to watch. Devoid of controversy. Fine academic mm-hmm. institution that will never put you in a moral bind where you'll feel ethically filthy rooting for them.
2: Yeah. yeah, they play a lot of really close competitive games. Um, their fans are super fun on the internet. You're going to really like them. Civil, polite, funny, and smart, it, everything you want.
0: Tallahassee is a lot like New York if Central Park was, you know, a Denny's or <laughs> a, a, a shoe carnival.
1: I mean, you could <laughs> say that like Tallahassee with the large numbers of young people, um, uh, it's, it's a lot like Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, in that way, it has a lot of young people. It's
1: like the Brooklyn of Leon County. At least, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll give you Florida State. Um, remember, they, <laughs> we, we should just disclose my favorite fact about Florida State. Uh, remember, they actually had a Nobel Prize winner demand a donation back after they misappropriated the funds he had donated to the university. <laughs> That's true, you're awful, and I don't have to make that up. Uh, Ryan, your next question.
0: All right, so next, I've got a question from Evan, and he says, If every current head coach opened their own restaurant, whose would you most like to go to? And because I picked this question, I am going to jump on the answer and say that I would want to go to Brady Hoke's tremendous house of calzone buffet. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to stuff the run. We're going to stuff your face
2: calzone buffet has anyone in world history ever eaten two calzones
0: funny you should ask that
2: (laughs) they were tremendous both of (laughs) them
1: I want people to know that when we make fun of Brady Hoke being a glutton we're not making fun of him being fat he just looks like a dude who wants to eat like we've got fat jokes for days with Brady Hoke you're like that's a man who looks like he could eat half a meatloaf
0: yeah he mostly looks like he eats confusing things where you're like hey Brady did you have dinner oh, well, I ate an entire bag of star mints, and I'm thinking about starting on some Andes, and I don't know. I got a dental appointment tomorrow, so I feel like that's a net positive.
2: <laughs> and also his
1: university is sponsored by pizza.
0: Well, it, I, I mean,
1: that kind of adds up. Like, that's, that, that to me is the Brady Hogue essence, right? That he's just the kind of guy who's like, what makes you happy? He's like, i like a pizza. You know, like, that's... I, my <laughs> restaurant would be Nick Saban's Rouge! The most terrifying avant-garde cuisine in Tuscaloosa, head to tail cooking using every part of the animal, processed powerfully through a silent, deadly, and focused kitchen of the finest underlings, probably not getting paid to work professional hours, turning out a product that is uh, intimidating and yet bland. That that would be Rouge. The nice thing
0: about Rouge employees, though, is that they won't talk to the media.
1: Can't talk to the media. So, take now, that, health inspector. Mouth taped shut. Worst Bourdain episode ever. I'd like to talk to your expediter. No, you can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very happy with my life. Uh, Jason.
2: Uh, let's see here. There, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Well, I can't believe nobody's mentioned Holgo uh, yet. We can go eat, <coughs> a, eat in West Virginia where they're famous for uh, selling biscuits out of gas stations. Which I, I can't picture. I can't picture Dana Holgerson ever eating a biscuit in a gas station. Um, uh, is that that, a, yeah, I totally, totally can't. I'm is, sorry. I, is, I totally can't.
1: Is that a metaphor for something? Because
2: uh... well, if you ask Coco, he'll he'll tell you what that means in all fifty states. <laughs> but uh, what would he serve? It would just be a, there'd be a lengthy drinks menu. That's for sure. I don't know if there'd be food per se, but it'd be a, it'd be half
1: cooked based on what I saw out of West Virginia last year in the opener it'd be half cooked there'd be so there'd be a bone there'd be a bone or two in there
0: bones yeah. good for you. yeah, yeah bones
2: good eaten that's calcium right there it'd be, be actually it, really I just want to hear him read the menu in his voice like uh, every time that big 12 coaches commercial plays and his Sean Michael's voice comes on and it's like the just drink some coffee, man. <laughs> can,
0: can we, can we arra- arrange for the next person we know who meets with him to ask him what's in tuna niçoise and just see what he says? Uh, well, um, you got
1: the niçoises in there. <laughs> Probably uh, some tuna. Yeah, uh, some tuna. The, uh, the last question uh, that I have from a reader in here, which is, uh, you know what? We've never talked about them. As far as I know, in a positive sense, it would be this, and I'm 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 very pleased to be able to say this. We have a reader writing in who says, "Oh, Pitt, not terrible," and honestly, I think Pitt looks fairly together. I, I dare say they're probably not terrible this year.
2: Yeah, coming into the year, they look like one of that big old cluster of eight and four teams in the ACC Coastal, and haven't really done anything to. Uh to change that, sort of one by 62 points, that usually helps.
1: Listen, I mean, if, you, if you told me that Pitt would actually, and that was, by the way, Jesse R. Pound, if you told me that Pitt would actually look that good in an opener against anyone, I mean, remember, they've struggled against FCS teams in openers recently.
0: Yeah.
2: Things are, things are looking up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was this this was positive. Let's remember. You can't
2: say, you can't <laughs> say that without laughing. Yeah, I mean we're not going to act like any of us watch that game, but it's certainly a lot of numbers. That yeah how
0: do. how how confident are you that anybody any member of the media verified the reported final score and statistics?
2: Is it like is it like putt putt where you sort of write down your own score?
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
2: And just Delaware just lost their card.
0: Del- Delaware dumped it. It dumped it in the pond on eight.
1: Classic Delaware. Classic Delaware move. <laughs> uh, Delaware
2: sucks at golf. Really,
1: yeah, I said it. it yep. <laughs> come, come at me, blue hens. How dare you? Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's look to the schedule ahead. Uh, including, by the way, I think a, a potential half of show-stopping football tomorrow with Arizona at... at University of Texas San Antonio.
0: Yes, yeah, that's, that, that's gonna be that, a fun that, little one. That is a thing that will happen.
2: That's happening. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night on the internet because that's gonna be happening during the NFL thing, and we're gonna be having so much more fun than they are watching uh, those two teams just race up and down the field against each other. UTSA is pretty good. They they're the ones with the uh, I think the thirty eight players who've been together since. Uh, since the program started, and they're all super experienced.
1: They had a year of practice. The UTSA got an entire year of practice, where if you read the fine USA Today article on them, you found out that, yes, they'd had 38 guys who have played together since then, and in addition to that, when they said open tryouts, people really took the word literally, so they had people like rolling up like semi-pro. Like, yeah, let's play for UTSA, and they're like, yeah, you have to enroll in a college. And they're like, what? Forget that. I like that there's just people out in San Antonio who are like, I'm 34, I'm working as a welder, thought I'd just come out and play a little football.
0: My doctor has not cleared me, but fuck you.
1: (laughs) I don't believe in him anyway. (laughs) Uh, If you would like to continue saying positive things, Pitt versus Boston College, ba-boom! Playing at uh, 7 on Friday.
2: I think Uh, you're really pushing this positive. Positive fit thing. This is this <sighs> it, has gone too far.
1: I, I'm
0: just, no, you you got to get it in early.
1: You know. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to run out of positivity the minute Florida starts playing. So let's just hop on this wagon now.
2: So that's why you guys are in such a good
1: mood. Undefeated! <laughs> Undefeated.
0: It's bad. It's bad that I was happy about that, right? No.
1: Okay. No. I, I was thrilled. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not emotionally <laughs> ready for this. Give me another week. <laughs>
0: It was. It was kind of like having uh getting an extension on an exam that you know you're gonna fail. I found like, out that
1: I found out that I could get my wisdom teeth out in December instead of like this week. This is what ha- that's how it felt. And they're like, Oh, I could put off surgery until December? Awesome. That's right. In both cases you get pudding.
2: You can defer this loan of sports pain.
1: I just had to write I just had to write <laughs> Idaho a check for like nine hundred and fifty grand
2: and I get my wisdom teeth done in December. It's pretty Worth great. It-
0: Worth it. It's
2: worth it. Uh, now, do you think a program is just going to set up a bunch of FCS games and then pay them, not play them, and only have to play like eight games?
1: <laughs> I think we can trade wins. I think Florida will get in this weird market where suddenly we've leveraged like a 24-game 2017 somehow. Like we're playing 24 games in 2017. So Will Muschamp can get another year because he has new photos of Jeremy Foley. Or something. Hey, he won nine <laughs> games that year. <laughs> remember how? I, remember how he took it? Took him to the Super Bowl in two thousand twelve. Do you see anything on the uh, schedule besides our obvious Michigan State Oregon game, Ryan? That should pique our attention.
0: Um, well, that we've got USC Stanford, which we've already sort of talked about as why that will be interesting. Given, hey, USC plays all fast and good now, and you know not as not as awful as they used to. But the one I would actually the one I'm actually looking forward to is uh, seven o'clock East Carolina at South Carolina. Woo.
1: No, there's some danger there.
0: Real Pir- life danger. Pirates. Yeah. Um I think I think that will be a very interesting game to sort of tell us, hey, was this just South Carolina's typical we're we're terrible in our home opener and that's why we keep agreeing to be the first one on stage every year uh, or if they are just going to sink like a stone this year.
2: I do like the idea of increasing the sample size there because the number one problem against Texas a m is you have a super young secondary and they have a bunch of wide receivers and they run the air raid. So let's try that again. Exact same thing. <laughs> let's keep doing it until we get this right. Let's have Texas Tech next. Washington State after that. Play West Virginia. Just keep bringing on the exact same thing, just slightly less talented each time.
1: Uh, another weird game, if you want to like, just to point out, Oklahoma plays at Tulsa. Like, there's a <laughs> couple of these, by the way. There's Missouri plays at Toledo, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma plays at Tulsa. So, getting that, getting that home and home <laughs> in Tulsa and Toledo, Titans
2: of college football. In well, Florida. Oklahoma at Tulsa, that's all about recruiting. They got to break into that Tulsa market.
0: No, that's just- Somebody There's didn't just no
2: re- penetration in, in Tulsa by Oklahoma.
0: What happened there is somebody did not read his iTunes agreement. He was just like, yeah, scroll, scroll. <laughs> click. It's like, what? You agreed to play in Tulsa? Oh, shit.
2: Click to
1: accept matchup against <laughs> Tulsa. Click, oh. You're
0: like, oh, I just wanted to listen to Kobe Calais.
1: <laughs> Dang it, where's the back button? <laughs> Computers don't have any back buttons in the Oklahoma football complex because we're always looking forward. Uh, we also have uh, in, in games that might be an upset: Ball State at Iowa. Watch your ass, Iowa. Ball State ain't playing. Nope. Nope. Uh, Got ball in the
2: name. That don't mean they're playing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Maryland at South Florida. If you want to watch something truly abominable, Maryland or oh, South Florida coming off of a dominant win against the Eastern Carolina or the Western Carolina Catamounts, who were two and ten last year at the SoCon.
0: You know you know what else we're gonna to get to see around that same time? A Tulane home game that's not in the super that doesn't take place in the Superdome after what looks like a nuclear holocaust. There are so many games that come from an alternate
1: reality where you would <laughs> go to a place like Tulane as a major program. Then again, we are talking about Georgia Tech, whose boosters are reportedly too apathetic to fire Paul Johnson.
0: That means he's won. He's convinced them to accept his <laughs> way of life.
1: You give up, don't you? Yeah, just, we, we I, did.
0: I could just see him meeting with boosters, and they're like, "Well, Paul, we really think you got to turn this team around." He's like, "Well, we all die in the end, don't we?" They're like, "Yeah, I guess you're right." I, I so guess it's like love- he's
2: he's starting some sort of a just cult, just a nihilist <laughs> cult of a bunch of rich dudes who don't care anymore.
0: I guess love is a meaningless chemical reaction. We convince ourselves gives our lives meaning.
1: You could learn another offense, but why? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, other games like that, by the way, Arizona State at New Mexico. The the the, 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 the allure of Bob Davie. <laughs> drawing.
0: Bob, hey guys, Bob Davie's making tamales. Come on over. <laughs>
2: this, click to accept. <laughs> Yeah, again, it's all about recruiting. How in the <laughs> world is Arizona State going to break into the New Mexico talent market? If they don't. There's a wall there. They got to go over there and get those kids out.
1: I quote Hal Mummy. New Mexico has more elk than people.
2: Well, I think Arizona State could use some elk on its defense.
1: <laughs> you know, hey, listen, you, you, you ever seen what a pair of horns can do to a person? Imagine a ball car- ball carrier. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, in, in a deluge of horrible, meaningless games. uh, on this weekend, there is one that sticks out above them all. That is Michigan State at Oregon. I will be there uh, doing something, watching the football game. Uh, how do you see this game going, Jason Kirk?
2: Well, I mean, it, it, it's gonna, the line, I think, for this game is like 14 points in favor of Oregon, which sounds insane to me. Just the idea of kind of anyone beating Michigan State by 14 points. Um, If any team can do it, it's probably Oregon at home. But, uh, you know, I I think we see a much closer game than that. You know, it'll it'll be a great one. It'll be fun to watch just the two systems that are so allegedly different but really kind of similar, just the way they're so efficient and focused on offense and defense respectively. Um, it'll, It'll be one heck of a game. I see a close Oregon win, but... What did y'all think?
0: Is is Oregon in the third quarter no longer a thing?
2: I don't. No, think, no, no, yeah, no that, That's not that, a that thing. That left us chipped. To yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That kind of like that's the kind of thing that in the past you'd say, well, that's why Oregon's going to win this game. But if they don't have that, I don't know. That's kind of worrisome, isn't it? Now yeah.
2: watch out for Michigan State's third quarter. They tend to return at least two fumble returns for touchdowns every third quarter. <laughs> yeah, this is the the reason that, that
1: I kind of lean Michigan State in this one is this that um, watch how Oregon lost last year. I know Mariota was injured, but they lost to teams who really boxed them in and really made Mariota really made Mariota beat them. And if you can turn one guy into the entire offense. Well, you could just focus on beating that dude. And that's what happened to them a lot last year. They went away from like that extremely run-based identity. And the results weren't entirely flattering. So, uh, I mean, I think this this will probably play out a lot like the uh, Stanford game last year. Like 26-20 was the Stanford game last year. Are they just beat up on Mariota. I, I can kind of see the same thing happening. Close, but but I think Michigan State could probably just get into chokehold mode and watch them pass out. Kinky. I know. <laughs> it, it is it is Oregon though. Don't judge. Uh, anything else of note before we
0: sign off? Uh, Texas Tech got the late shift. They they kind of looked like crap last week, right?
1: Uh, against. Uh, the University of Central Arkansas,
0: right, so the place that is the most Arkansas by definition
1: <laughs> well the, yeah. it, it it got more Arkansas around it than any other school, so yeah <laughs> in any direction
2: being most central,
0: so I guess they have that
2: as long as it's as long as it's not lying about its name might be you never know what those but Arkansans. Y-
0: you know what that would be pretty Arkansas of them if they were
1: <laughs> that would be um I'd also point to uh a cult classic, Michigan at Notre Dame, if you're into that. It's it's gonna be on NBC.
2: Yeah. For for you know, for your grand folks, people on Facebook.
0: That's that's a good game to treat like uh like the news channel treats the weather. Just be like, okay, on the eights, I'm gonna check the Michigan Notre Dame game.
2: That's a little aggressive. Okay. Maybe just on the eight. Okay.
0: On, uh, on uh, the single eight.
1: On the can we do a multiples on the on the twenty fours? Just every right. every twenty four minutes, let your remote wander over to Michigan at Notre Dame. Yeah. How about just right. on the final?
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> on the weekly. Oh, a box score. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Um, I would also uh, point out uh, BYU at Texas, which that could go sideways. Oh my, 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 my. <laughs> my. <laughs> that's, they're like, mm, taste some hill revenge game. And you're like, four starts on Texas's offensive line versus 48-year-old men.
0: Oh, you know what else I'm excited about? Somebody is going to walk out of that Virginia Tech-Ohio State game, one fan base, feeling awful.
1: I think both might leave feeling awful (laughs) strong
2: chance
1: of that frank frank beamer is frank beamer's like dream game is awful it's an atrocity to watch it's but it's bud foster beating people up on one side of the ball and and basically punting on the other
0: frank beamer's dream win is you score 10 points and you win by 14 yeah
1: and, and you know what that could happen, because Ohio State did not exactly <laughs> inspire confidence against Navy. Like, they basically uncorked a couple of long plays. That was it, against Navy, and then their defense, you know, the talent gradient fell through, and Navy was like, it was like almost like watching a video game, when Navy runs out of gas against guys who are more talented than they are in like the late third quarter. And that's not going to be the case against Virginia Tech, so this is just... Let's agree that this is going to be an utter atrocity of a game.
0: So, so watch that on the 28th. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that sounds much better than Michigan-Notre Dame. Every single word, all the atrocity, all the well, debacle. It'll have,
1: it'll have a grandeur to it. It really will. <laughs> yeah. Because they'll, they'll show the stands, and it'll just be the already, by default, unhappy Ohioans with their arms folded, watching bitterly as frank beamer as Frank beamer's offense makes theirs look functional they're like they they got up nine plays in a
0: row. look at that all of them were false starts <laughs>
1: <At> <laughs> why their starts why's
0: is,
1: why is frank Beamer's? why is Frank beamer smiling? <laughs> why is he taking off his shirt? This game got so confusing oh so yeah basically we're saying don't watch anything but uh michigan state oregon and then stay up to watch texas tech play in bat country at utep on fs1 because you should always watch one utep game to remind you of how fortunate you are in your life
2: it's really far away in my opinion from things (laughs) It's like
0: it's... Except bats. It's not far away from bats. <laughs> no, no, they're
1: near and dear. It's ser- it's seriously like watching football on a firefly set. Like, oh, where Jane get the crew in trouble this week?
2: <laughs> UTEP. I like to call UTEP dry Hawaii. <laughs> I don't really like to call them that, but.
1: And with that, we'll say adios and aloha. Aloha. All right. Hey, look at that.